0: Hi, and welcome to the Unique Perspective Show, broadcast live on Hakol Radio, powered by the Montenavassar. Every person, and in particular, every Jew, is special and unique in his or her own way, contributing to society with their very own flavor. My name is Yehuda Blonder, your show host and I was born with a rare genetic medical condition called familial dysautonomia, also known as FD. Growing up and overcoming multitudes of medical challenges shaped the person I am today, as well as gave me a rather unique perspective on life. On this show, we will be sitting down with amazing people with unique perspectives in life who will give us a glimpse into their lives and what makes them who they are. Come along with me for the ride on the Unique Perspective Show on Hakko Radio. Hi, welcome back to the Unique Perspective Show. Tonight, we are thrilled to have the Chief Rabbi of Omaha, Nebraska, Rabbi Ari Demetzer, on the show. In this episode, we will talk about where he came from to where he is now. So please sit back and listen and enjoy the show. Welcome. Welcome to the Unique Perspective Show.
1: Wow, what an honor to be here. Wow, Italy. what an honor. A
0: long time in the making. Italy, what's, this, what's this called? What are we calling so, this? It's called the Unique Perspective Show. So I want to get a unique, you, unique perspective in the life of Rabbi Ari Dembitzer. Wow. From the beginning wow. of Rabbi Ari's life up until where he is now, it, as the Chief Rabbi of Omaha, Nebraska. Where did you grow
1: up? We, this, is, this is part this of this the... Is live. No, this is live. I grew up in Brooklyn, right next to Kensington, MA. So you
0: So you, you grew up in Flatbush. Uh-huh. From what I heard, you, you grew up—I don't know—on tenth and L, eighth L and M. Okay, and where did you go from there? From Brooklyn. Did you ever leave Brooklyn? I mean, I leave Brooklyn. The question is, did did you ever leave Brooklyn?
1: I left the Israel, and then Israel, and then now in Omaha, Nebraska. So Brooklyn, Israel, Omaha. Wow. But there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in
0: between, right? from what I remember. No,
1: it's pretty boring.
0: No, pretty boring. Brooklyn is boring? Yeah. So, growing up in Brooklyn, what, first of all, did you like Brooklyn? No, I loved
1: Brooklyn. I loved Brooklyn. Loved Brooklyn. I mean, I don't know if it's for me, but I love Brooklyn. Right.
0: But didn't you go, for some reason I remember you went to like, Yeshiva by Ramosha.
1: Ramosha Feinstein? Yeah, um, not Ramosha, Rabdavid. Yeah, Rabdavid?
0: You were by Rabdavid? But I lived in Brooklyn, I, but I went to school in the Lower East Side. Wow. How, what was that like, to be growing up
1: by the God of Adar? So I was pretty, I was growing up already. But um, amazing, look, Rabdavid Feinstein was a unique personality and obviously a huge Tamil Chacham. So that was always cool to be in his and to be near him. Um, yeah, that's, I, I wouldn't, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to am not going to get so close to him, so it would be nice to say that, but I didn't get so close to him.
0: Um, then
1: Didn't you get,
0: Then you, you receive smicha from him?
1: Yeah, it doesn't mean I was close to him, but yeah. I know, I but
0: sure. I'm just saying, you received smicha from him.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is true.
0: How did you get from Brooklyn to Kemp Then... From Kem Simcha going to Omaha, Nebraska for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. I don't think anyone remembers that you went to Omaha for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur to dive in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, so you want to go with Kem Simcha first? First, or? first,
0: start with Kem Simcha. How did you get involved with Chai Lifeline, Kem Simcha?
1: Uh, um, the story went that I was in my dorm room in Israel. I was planning on going. Um, hiking a lot my goal was i was gonna hike across israel and hike try to like hit like 50 to 100 hikes wow. the morning i was gonna leave someone walked into my room my dorm room and said what are you doing the next two weeks i said hiking and i said no come work or volunteer in a camp for children with cancer in southern israel in and uh and i weigh the options i was like okay why not <laughs> let's give it a shot." And how many, how many years ago was this? I was 19 then, probably. So 19, I was at 27, 27 years ago. Was that good math? Yeah, that was pretty good math. 27. I that years. was pretty good. Yeah. No, I messed that up. No, I messed it up. I would make you 56.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not 56 years old. Whatever it
1: is. When I was 19. Yeah. Was a little bit
0: tired. It's fairly, and I'm not going to. I'm sorry.
1: You're fine. So I so then I went to the Kibbutz in Israel. Better oh, a what, scholar there. What
0: was, it, what was it called in Israel?
1: Uh, at the time, it was Chaim. Okay. And then uh, a rabbi, Simcha, scholar sees me. I was very energetic. I don't know if you know me that way, but I was very energetic. And a rabbi scholar sees this only guy who's the English-speaking person who you know was me, and. I went had deodorant on. Everything was great. And uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh and who are you? And I said, I'm Dembitzer from Brooklyn, from Eminem State. And I you know, it, it wasn't there weren't, weren't many people from Brooklyn there. I was probably the only one from America, literally, alone in Brooklyn. And uh I said, Why don't you come next year to Kim Simcha in America? That's a story. I said, Okay, oh, my hitchhiking journey is over. And that's uh
0: so you came back from Israel to America that year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then what did you do that year?
1: That year meaning what? The whole year
0: up until up until the summer.
1: It was a long time ago, I remember. But my assumption is I was probably in yeshiva in college in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm.
0: And when you went to Kamsimcha, what type of camp was it the first time?
1: The one in Israel the one in America?
0: The one in America.
1: Super, it was great. Um, it was probably a little bit different than it is now. Um, the people running it were more professional than me than I. The people running were it were you
0: a counselor? Were you a staff member? What were you? I was a
1: counselor. I was a counselor. Okay. I, think I was a good counselor, but I was a counselor. Okay. And uh, I definitely uh, had a very rich experience.
0: I want to bring up this crazy hypothesis that people talk about then begin getting, getting kicked out of kamsin
1: that's a rumor okay uh, i wasn't kicked out i wasn't let back kicked out and let back to different things
0: okay so give me tell, tell me the difference between someone being kicked out of kamsin and getting not letting back
1: what was it by you if i recall this is a long time ago so i recall not being let back because i believe the summer before, I did something that probably I wouldn't let somebody else back in. Meaning, I think I left early. I wasn't supposed to leave early. That's something that I would do. If somebody left early now, that I'm running Kim Zimbal, I would probably not to let them back the following year either. So I'm not blaming anybody. That's what happened. I believe that was the story. So you
0: weren't let back.
1: That sounds a lot better.
0: Yeah, definitely sounds a lot better.
1: For your unique perspective, you can say I get kicked out.
0: No, nah, no. Nah. Okay. Let go. Okay. Now, you were not let back as a counselor, but you were let back as what?
1: No, they didn't want me back in camp.
0: So how did you come back then?
1: Um, what
0: w- w- what transpired from them not letting you back to letting you come back?
1: I believe the story is, and the everybody's scholars watching this, that maybe whole Correct me, or not correct me. I believe I reached out to him and I said, "Hey, they don't want me back. And do you want me back?" And I believe he said, "Hey, I want this guy in sir I believe that's the story. I can't. I don't fully as,
0: as a counselor or the head counselor. I'm a counselor. Counselor. Okay. So after being a counselor for how many years did you become a head counselor in Kemzengha?
1: years, I was division ed, I was a head counselor, and then I could have sort of took on this new role of uh, not a director, but I was involved or in charge of the recruitment of the kids and the kind of stuff. So that became more of a full time job. I scaled it back a little bit when I became a rabbi noma, But obviously, um, for a while, it was a full time gig that was a year. So are you
0: officially still head counselor? Or you're like leading? I don't want to say out, but like leaning towards a different role in high Lifeline.
1: What you're asking basically now is, is Kev going to kick me out again?
0: No, I'm not asking that's you that. That's
1: amazing. That's an amazing accomplishment. That's a unique perspective. Um, no, no. I'm, I like where I'm at. I'm, 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 if other people like where I'm at, I don't know. That's a question that you right. that's you, you have to get from other people. But for me, I'm perfectly fine. If anything, they get more involved, you know. No. Okay.
0: Now, what year did you start going for yom Niran to Omaha, Nebraska? And how did you get? How did they find you? It's very like unique. It's it's a unique place, Omaha. I'm not I'm not. I love Omaha, Nebraska. and I'm coming for Shavuos, but I I love it. But how did you get involved? How who who found
1: you? A, a ship docks. At any port in stormy seas, <laughs> found somebody with a yarmulke. I'm joking, I'm joking. I mean, it could be desperate also, but <laughs> I, uh, I was in a, I was doing a a of outreach program through JEP. Okay, I'm with Rabbi Mati Katz Tarvadas, and I came at Shabbos, and my role was to work with the youth. I just came out for a Shabbos, and then they—I I guess I was a baal of that Shabbos. And then the rabbi who at the time called me, the Rabbi called me, asking if I would want to be the baal for for Yom. I said, "Sure." And that was the story. Wow,
0: and and from from being baal fila in in, in Omaha, Nebraska, to becoming chief rabbi. That's a
1: major milestone. You just made me a chief rabbi, which is a big milestone. I don't think I'm officially a chief rabbi of anything. Definitely. <coughs> In my world, you're the chief rabbi of Nebraska. Fine. I appreciate the title and honor. I'm not sure what it does for me, but I'll take it anyways. So I'm a rabbi of a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful shul. And I happen to be <coughs> responsible for a lot of the leadership you know, of Omaha, we'll just, just talk about in, in a very technical way. Kashros, Eruv, mikvah, and uh, I, I would say the overall leadership of Torah in this community. And uh, that's, you want to call that chief, rabbi? you can. I just but before
0: you moved to Omaha, you actually, I think you lived in Israel for
1: a long time. I was in Israel for seven years. Wow. Is
0: that a long time? And, and what did you do in Israel? I was learning in Kalo. And Rev Cook.
1: Yeah. He had a very powerful on me and I love learning his Torah and it uh broke a certain world open for me. And it answered a lot of questions that I had. And it dealt with Lakwa and I I still learned a lot of his Svarim and his teachings and it it still um makes me deeper. So I appreciate it.
0: Wow. And what makes it Deeper for you through Rev Cook's learnings
1: or teachings. Oversimplify a very complicated teacher and a very complicated philosophy, but I'll do it anyways. And uh, when you go beyond, when you're trying to go beyond the surface and you're trying to go beyond what things look like on the outside, you get into a very deep knowledge. And a deep area where you're able to understand things they didn't understand before. The world is not just what's at you with your physical eyes. (laughs) Then you're able to understand a lot. And I think these are things that always bothered me, or I didn't really know how to properly direct. And I think I I have the proper direction that I need now for the most part. Wow. That's amazing. We will be right back.
0: After from our sponsor. Is your computer running slower than molasses?
2: Are you desperate to salvage important data from your hard drive? Let's face it, IT work can be a nightmare at times, whether it entails virus removal, server or network setup, networking and cloud backup, or simple laptop and desktop ongoing IT support. At VentureTech, we understand how essential your systems are to your daily life, and we take the time to accurately diagnose every technical issue you're experiencing. Call us now for a consultation by dialing three four seven six zero three zero zero three three, or shoot us an email to info at VentureTechComputers.com.
0: And we are back on the unique perspective show. From Israel, you came to you went to Omaha,
1: <laughs> or
0: yeah. you went somewhere else in between, or you you just went straight from Israel to Omaha.
1: I think I had to stop over in Amsterdam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but you you went straight. You didn't you didn't like go to any other different.
1: Places. No. Am I giving a unique perspective? On yes, any...
0: you are. Very. Oh, good. You went from Brooklyn to, I don't know where you went in between, to Israel, to Omaha, and then where you, Where do you end up? Where do you want to end up? Back in Israel. <laughs> That's your goal. Yeah. Anytime soon?
1: I don't like that. To... I mean, I like... To... To know that, but uh, uh, I don't. know. Maybe mm-hmm. not like tomorrow. If
0: I come to Shwus if I come to Omaha for shuls, and you're not there, I'm. I'm. It's not not a good not a good thing. Do you remember a couple years ago when you first started in Omaha? You wanted to start a uh, there and bring former campers to Omaha. Yes. Why did that not happen?
1: Because I needed somebody to make the dream a reality, I'm not so good at that. I'm not so good at making the dream a reality. I'm gonna maybe coming up with the dream, I don't think anybody was able to make it a reality. let's put it that way would you wanna
0: make it a reality still yeah or yeah. or it's like too too far away already
1: It's hard to say I mean
0: I know you kinda I are you have four kids. And they're growing up so quick, so I don't know if, what your plan is for how how much longer. So that's why I'm asking.
1: I think it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to move a bunch of people to a small community. So it would take it's a real undertaking. I mean, you know, am I supportive mm-hmm. of it and behind it? Yes. Am I gonna spirit it? Probably not at this point. Hmm. So it's
0: like in, in the back of your mind, basically. Yep.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: You plan on coming back to
1: camp? I think if camp would have me, I'm planning it, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What's the theme for this year?
1: It's Pesach. I have no idea. You have no <laughs>
0: idea. You're the head counselor.
1: Yeah, but you to let me know me.
0: <laughs> I know you too well, I think, right? Might be. That question may
1: not have an answer.
0: Ravari, you are one unique person.
1: Oh, thank you. I Appreciate that. I,
0: I really, and I'm really grateful that you're in my life. Oh, and you give me a lot of
1: good things to look up to. Uh, you look up to me, or like, yeah. wow. Okay, so let's, uh, what that's a unique perspective. Why?
0: Because someone that grew up in Brooklyn to move all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. It's it, it's amazing.
1: I mean, okay. I mean, Brooklyn a lot of traffic. No, a
0: hundred percent. Of- I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's just amazing that someone like you or someone anyone could do that.
1: But you were the first one. I'm sure it wasn't the first, but I'll take it. <laughs> um,
0: as far as I know, I, the other people that lived in Omaha, Nebraska, with you only moved from Israel to Omaha, Nebraska.
1: I'm gonna start interviewing you now, okay, is that okay? What else do you look up to about me?
0: Just the way you are in in Yiddishkeit and everything. It, it, you're just a very unique person that I really aspire to.
1: You need to be weird, you to be
0: weird. Yes,
1: it could, but, but... But which part are you looking up to?
0: Just the way you go about life and you went about life growing the last 10 years. And you end up in Omaha, Nebraska, with no one there, and you're still living a, a true, from life.
1: Okay, I'll take it. Thank you for looking up to that or recognizing that.
0: I, I really, I, I commend you for doing all this uh, key work, whatever you do in Omaha, Nebraska. I don't even know what you do anymore. We will be right back afterwards from our sponsor. A
2: mashal, a story, halacha, drush, divrei Torah, quotes, and sayings galore. No matter what type you are, there is something in Torah Tavlan for everyone. Torah Tavlan is a compendium of stories and sayings, wit, and wisdom from our Torah leaders and greatest Gedalim throughout the generations. Torah Tavlan is read by over 50,000 people weekly and has a collection of over 10 Svarim in print. Sign up today to receive the Torah Tavlan weekly newsletter by sending an email to subscribe at TorahTavlan.org or by filling out the form by visiting our website at www.toratavon.org. Torotavon is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all donations are tax-deductible. To donate or for sponsorships and dedications, please visit us on the web or send an email to donate at And
0: we are back on the Unique Perspective show. Do you remember 2008, the best summer in Kemp Sinchav special? That
1: was 2008.
0: The hurricane, the tornado, for color war breakout.
1: You're you're bringing up past trauma. You're bringing up past trauma for yourself.
0: Well, past trauma for me. (laughs) The color wars. Were all those rigged so that you didn't make anyone go
1: get sick? Most of them (laughs) were, yeah. I'm sorry to be the guy, the bearer of bad news, but a lot of it was, yeah. True story.
0: I was in Kempst for Special before Ari Demeter came as head counselor to Camp for Special.
1: Let it be known. Let the record state. Okay. So
0: so I get I get to come to camp every Shabbos.
1: <laughs> I mean basically we save spots in camp for Shabbos for like the donors. We give millions of dollars to Halai Lifeline. Apparently, what everyone's talking about is you can be one of them. So,
0: anyway, Ari, it was a pleasure. Oh, yeah, pleasure. It was You do this
1: more often. I, I really, really appreciate this. I really appreciate. It. Thank you. I told. I'll say it again. What's tonight? Tuesday or Monday? It's m- Monday. Monday night. But either way, so it's Monday night. We can, if you want to chat, every single Monday night. Yeah. Single Monday night. you Don't need an audience, and we can just chat. You're a good host. You ask good questions. That's why I thought you were scripted. No. Yeah. You should be a bench. Nice. Thank you for this honor. Thank you.
0: Yeah. For letting me have you on Unique Perspective. Ah, thank you. I
1: hope it was a good episode for everybody. Thank you.
2: You have just listened to the latest episode of the Unique Perspective show. Broadcasted live on Hako Radio. Powered by the Munson Mavasar. The Unique Perspective Show is hosted by Yehuda Blonder, who can be contacted through Hako Radio by sending an email to info at This show and many others can be found in the Hako Radio Archive system, on our website and mobile apps, and can also be found on all major podcasting services.